going on everybody welcome back to six pod your weekly toronto sports podcast hosted by jacob and simon we are back at it here with another episode and we've got some great things to uh, divulge and and talk about a wide variety of stuff basketball hockey world juniors you name it um action-packed episode jacob what's going on not too much man lotto a lot of studying going on this week with uh, finals. I'm sure you have the same thing. It's nice to get a little break from that today. No, for sure. This like next week is a is a grind for sure. Yeah, see, that's why you need the six pot to get through it, right? <laughs> that's what we uh, we offer the fans: just a little bit of a break and um, just to disconnect for a bit while uh, while they listen to some some sports banter. So what's on uh, what's on for today, Sam? So we've got we've got a as I said a wide variety of content that we're going to be talking about today. Um, Jacob and I have not talked a lot uh, about our takes and specifics, so uh, that's exciting. Just because, again, as Jacob mentioned, we are in the midst of uh, exams and finals, so. Uh, the reactions that uh, you guys are going to be hearing are uh, raw, um, and I'm guaranteeing you that there'll be some outlandish um, remark or or list that Jacob has in store. So we'll all be surprised together. Uh, but yeah, no, we've got uh, some World Junior talk. We've got some basketball talk. The Raptors played a basketball game last night. That was exciting. Um, Jacob's going to kind of run down some some Blue Jay stuff, and yeah. So, uh, Jacob, let's start with you. Let's. Uh, what's the first take for uh, this episode? All right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start off with my top ten players uh, going into this NBA season. Um, I recently saw this week ESPN put out their top ten. I'm gonna be honest; this is one of the worst lists I've ever seen. So I'm just gonna address that, um, correct it a little bit. I'm sure people listening are gonna disagree with me. They always do. Um, a lot of you guys just didn't love my Brooklyn Nets take from last week. That's okay. I'll prove you wrong. You'll see at the end of the season. But for today, we're just going to stick with specific players going into this season who I think will be the top performers in this season. So, now, Jacob, what off. is your criteria? Like what? My criteria. That's a good question. That's a good question. So this is based on, you know, it's what I call the Jacob test. It's a mix of a couple of things. It's a mix of, Wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's called the Jacob test. So it's just like how I kind of, it's, it's like a thing. I'll, I'll break it down to you right now, okay? All Starting right. off by the eye test. How, when you watch them play, are they in control of the game? Do they know what they're doing? Um, things like that. Just watching someone, are they great just from watching them? Statistical categories as well. Like, do they perform where they need to perform? Are they purely offensive? Are they defensive as well? Are they able to do a little bit of both when they need to? And also looking at playoff performances. So when it comes time to turn it on, do these guys really turn it on, right? Does that make sense? Is that fair? Total sense. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to just break down for you guys the uh, ESPN's quick list just so you guys have that um, available to you. 
Just give me one second. Um, I believe there were a couple things on this list that were, I just, I just can't agree with even a little bit, like at all. Like I think even going back like further than the top 10, they had like Zion Williamson as a top 20 player in the league after playing, I think 20, 20 games last year, Simon. Does that seem right to you? I mean, I believe it. ESPN's kind of, their lists are, are kind of outlandish. That's ridiculous. Anyways, I'm actually having difficulty finding that list right now. So I'm just going to break down my list, okay? Starting right, it let's off. Let's do it. Starting it off. Say what you will. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league. Best player in the league. So number sorry. one. Number one. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league, and I think that's largely due to the fact that I watched him play in Toronto and I watched him win the championship for us. But ever since then, I I have him on this pedestal that I, I just, I don't even see LeBron on anymore at this point. He's just, like, I he suffered last nah, year. Nah, nah, come on. He suffered last year with the Clippers, but that was due to team chemistry. Kawhi's got a good team around him. Kawhi does whatever okay, but Jacob, to win that championship, period. What? Jacob. What? If you're the number one player in the league, mm-hmm. there should be no excuse for having an off year due to team chemistry. Like if, you, like yes, there is. If, no, yeah. Like if you're the number one player, there's no excuse. Like Simon, Simon, have you ever done a group project what? in school? Have you ever done a group project in school? Correct. Yeah, have you? Yes, I have. Okay. Have you ever had a bad group? Um, yes, I've I have. Yeah. That's what that is. You can't get the best mark on the project if not everyone does their job. And while you can be a great leader for that group, trying to keep everyone on top of things, trying to do like most of the heavy lifting, there's still gonna be people that like slack off, people that don't do what they're supposed to do, people that just forget, right? That's the same thing in this basketball team last year. Like Paul George was supposed to be let's say the guy next to the leader of the group, the guy who's supposed to be helping the leader the most, making it easier on the leader. And Paul George was atrocious. Not not saying Kawhi was fantastic in that one playoff series, but when you're not getting support from the group around you, it's much harder for the leader to carry the load of that group. And I'm saying when Kawhi Leonard has a solid group around him, he's winning. He just is. He's just the best player. Okay. That's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Okay. Kevin Durant's the second best player in the league. <laughs> Kevin Durant's the best scorer, and I'm a James Harden fan. Kevin Durant is the best, like, pure scorer of all time. And you'll see, I know everyone's talking about how the Brooklyn Nets are ranked too high on my list. No, you'll see Kevin Durant's that good. He'll make that much of a difference. He's going to put up 30 points a game easy, easily. And it's just going to be, it's going to be like, just like watching him back on the Warriors or OKC again. He hasn't changed, I promise you. It's going to be so easy for him. Okay? Fair? Agree? I respect that one. Like, I get, like, it's Kevin Durant. Like, if he didn't miss a beat from this injury, which we've talked about at great length in this last episode, if that version of KD is back then 100 percent, he's dominant for sure 
Okay. Number three, I gotta go with I gotta go with my guy LeBron James, right? He's uh he's not number one anymore. Regardless of what ESPN says. He's just he's thirty five. And I just don't so think age is a part of the criteria of the Jacob factor? Yeah, it's part of the eye test, right? Age is part of the eye test. I just think uh, like, okay. I just think I don't know. He he's still amazing, don't get me wrong, but he's not the LeBron I remember absolutely dominating. He's still great. He's just not that LeBron anymore. And it happens. It happens. He's still gonna be a top five player in the league though for the next couple of years, no doubt. Just not number one. Do you think he finishes his career off in LA? Yeah, they're gonna somehow the Lakers are gonna get Bronny James and, and LeBron James on that team for a year. Somehow. You're a believer in that theory I don't, too. I don't right? know how good like Bronny's gonna be at that point, but if LeBron James wants his son on that team, you can believe he's gonna be on that team. Alright, who's four? Gotta go with Giannis at number four. Um I don't love Giannis. I think he's I think he's really good. Don't love him. It's probably a little bit why I had him a little lower than most people would on this list. I think. I think today people put him around the two or the three. Um, I got to go with the. Four. I think most people would have flipped. KD and Giannis on your list so far. Oh, so you think most people have Kawhi at one? Yeah, that's true. I think. I mean. I'm not going to waste my energy arguing about you not putting Kawhi at one because that's not a reality. Um, okay, we're moving on. Giannis is the floor. He, he just yeah. hasn't performed in the playoffs yet for you to put him that high. Um, great defensive, great offensive player. Good leader guy too. So I just don't think the Bucks have. I, he just needs to take that next step. He needs to and, in Toronto. You know, Jacob, you mentioned... You mentioned uh, you know, you mentioned this previously, but that that supporting cast, and I don't know if Giannis has had that. Yes, he has. Um, oh, yes, he has. Get out of here. Okay, yeah, you're right. I can't. I'm trying to make an excuse for him, but um, hopefully, he has that next level of uh, ability to, to take it on the we next level. We don't want him to have that, so that he has to come to Toronto to get it. We don't want him to have that. I mean, that's true. That's true. Okay. All okay. right, what's next? You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go for a guy, James Harden, at number five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's wow. just so good. I, no, no. He's just so no. good. He is so no. good. He is so Has he good. Practiced with the team yet? Like, no, is he yet. out no, of? Don't worry about it. Quarantine? Yeah, he's out of quarantine now. He's gonna practice with the team tomorrow. Oh, good. That's nice of him to show up two weeks. People, people really forget how good he is, and it bothers me every single time because his numbers are insane year after year after year. because he spent the past three and a half weeks in strip clubs, Jacob. No, he was not strip clubs, Simon. He was adhering to the policy of six feet away, masks when passable, things like that. Don't believe what the media ah, is telling you about him. He's a role model. He's a good guy. Anyways. Okay, who's six? Who is six? We all go Steph Curry at number six. He's gonna have another great year. He's especially with Clay Thompson being up. He's gonna go. He's gonna go crazy this year, and he's the best point guard of Bro, all. Bro, you can't have James Harden <laughs> before Steph Curry. Okay, that's that's a stupid take, Simon. That's that was stupid. Steph Curry's good. He's not James Harden. 
Steph Curry's game is offensive. It's not as good as James Harden's. End of story. Still great, though. Continue. Continue. Anthony Davis at number seven. ESPN put Anthony Davis at number two. That was ridiculous. So he's. Yeah, that's. Uh, seven, I think. That, that's a little much. Yeah. So I think seven's a fair fit for him. He's, he's definitely probably the best like big man in the game right now, kind of center, but he's probably the best like forward central kind of player. You know what I mean? Um, Correct. I think I could see him being the best player in the Lakers at the start of next year too. If things keep going according to plan for them. Uh, he definitely, he's definitely going to take over that role in the near future though. Um, number eight, I got Luka Doncic. I think he's really good. I just don't think he's he's quite top five yet. And there are a lot of guys that are, have more complete games than him and are just more proven than him at this point. But he's definitely going to be like MVP type candidate season. He's just he's got a great game, Simon. And he's he's literally one year older than us, and he's just like yeah, that kid's special. Yeah. Number nine, I got to go with Dame Lillard. He's just severely underrated. I feel like he's underappreciated as well, and I think. A lot of people would agree with me that he's he's the second best point guard in the league. And if we're, if Curry's out last year, like yeah, you got to go with Dame as the best point guard. He has a complete game. He chokes a little bit in the playoffs year after year, but that's probably due to the supporting cast. Um, in my opinion, I think he's I think he's a great shooter. Lacks a lot on defense though, and I think that's what puts him down a little more too. Simon. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, number 10, I got to go with Nicole Jokic. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this spot was kind of up for grabs. Didn't want to go with Jimmy Butler. Didn't want to go with uh, Joel Embiid. Didn't want to go with Russell Westbrook. I just felt I felt Jokic is, is, is making good strides going forward. And I think he's like, he's probably more important to that Denver team than Jamal Murray is at this point. So I think you got to put him there. That's my top 10. So I'm sure people have issues with this. Let me know what I got wrong. I'm just, I'm just pretty, I'm pretty confident in this list. So whatever you want to say to me, say it to me and I'll, I'll have a reason for why someone is above another. What's your biggest issue with this list? I, I think the Kawhi Leonard out one, um, makes me a little upset. I just think he had an awful year last year. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't awful. I don't know how you could possibly say that. Okay. But if, like, the number one player, Jacob, like, if he's the number one player, then, like, that isn't, like, a breakout superb year that he had last year. It was a really good like, year. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, okay, okay, Jacob, playoffs. Sure, playoffs weren't as good last year, but again, that's not completely his fault. LeBron lost games in the playoffs when he was the best player in the league. Is that his fault? Hello. So, so let's revisit this. Um, halfway through the season. Okay. Okay, and I yeah. guarantee you that your list will change. Do you want me to tell you Kawhi's playoff numbers last year? Sure, Jacob. 28 points per game in the playoffs. You hear that? 
2.3 steals per game, 5.5 assists per game, 9 rebounds per game. How's that sound, Simon? That sound pretty good to you? What was his 2019? Oh, 30.5 points per game. That was unreal, though. So, and that he played more unreal. games. And he played more games, right? He played he played 14 games in 2019. Or, sorry, 24 games in the 2019 playoffs. And then last year, he only played 13. Interesting. But anyways. Well, let's see if it's the, you know, there was a lot of excuses coming out of that Clippers dressing yeah. room. Well, they got rid of why... Well, they still have Patrick Beverly, so. And Paul George. Do you see, okay, <laughs> well, quickly, quickly, quickly. Paul George's contract is absolutely absurd. Uh, I don't know if you that guys is, heard. Yeah, hundred ninety million over four years. That yeah. ends up equaling about forty-seven and a half million dollars a year, I believe. That's um, ridiculous. Paul George is yeah, forty-seven and a half million a year. Paul George does not deserve that kind of money. Um, no one in the NBA to this point has signed anything that big. Just so you guys have reference, Steph Curry is going to be the highest-paid player this year with about forty-three million dollars. Um, yeah. That sounds ridiculous, and I just I can't justify that at all, especially after last year's performance. So that's my take on that. But Simon, let's hear about the World Juniors. Well, Jacob, that was a wonderful transition, if I if I must yeah, say. That was pretty good. Um, so yeah, the World Juniors uh, are, are coming up in about two weeks. Um, a little bit less actually, and Canada has a, an unreal lethal team. I'm talking like probably one of the best teams that we've had um, in like the last five years. Uh, part of it's just because of the draft class. Um, and uh, another part is that there are, are a couple of players that are playing for team canada that would either be on the uh on an nhl team or trying out or on the ahl team what have you but since the nhl hasn't got their act together yet um they these players can play i'm referring to kirby doc uh quinton byfield uh connor mcmichael jamie drysdale um players like you know dylan cousins and I'm really, really excited to see uh, th- this team play. Um, I watched briefly um, the highlights of the two inter-squad games um, over the past couple of weeks, and they uh, look good. I'm really excited to see, more specifically, Kirby Doc. I uh, played hit the entire year, or close to it, last year uh, in the NHL for the Blackhawks. Um you know, we have good defensemen. Our, our goalies are looking good. And um, the we have like 11 players that won gold, um, like returning and, and things like that. So I'm excited. Can I drop a little stat I heard from, uh, from a friend of mine? What's up? 20 of the 22 players on the World Junior Canadian team were first-round draft picks. Did you know that? Oh man, it's it's unfair. That's pretty impressive. And like, like, America could have been really, really good, but um, a couple of their players weren't released by the teams, which I'll I'll talk about in one of my next takes. But regardless, 
Um, Canada is the clear favorite to win this tournament. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm, you know, well, Canadian. Like, I'm just... a pretty strong indicator. Yeah. And like, there are, there are a lot of returning players. Um, like, Byfield will be uh, exciting to watch. I'm a little upset that uh, Alessis Lafranier. Nice. Um, yeah, that sounded good, eh? Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, who'd be um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I know I practiced. Um, I'm sad Lafreniere was not released by uh, the Rangers, but uh, I understand that if Lafreniere was playing, then yeah, psh, game over. Um, but but yeah, no. Okay, break down for me the uh, gold, silver, bronze, real quick. So I think it's going to be uh, Canada gold, Russia silver, states bronze. It's not very certain. You sound a little shaky there. It's just because a lot of the players for like Sweden and Russia got uh, cut because of COVID-19. Oh, yes. Um, COVID. So like a lot of their like good good players aren't playing right now or not they're like they're, they didn't travel um those teams traveled this past weekend um to edmonton to quarantine before the tournament so i i don't know a lot like i'm talking like like several players sherm that aren't weren't like weren't eligible to travel on sweden's team and uh these high impact players we're talking about are like role players that are like help. No, the like team these were good players. I don't know their names. Like I, I'm not that invested in in them. Um, but they were like drafted by the NHL. They were impact players. Okay, so yeah. So, well, so I, I I don't know. I I do know that Russia has a good team. I know that the states have a good team. I just don't know if. There are there is any team that has the amount of talent that the Canada um, the Canadian team has this year, um, and like live hockey is something that I've extremely looking forward to in the near future. Imagine Canada was like this good at just like one other sport. You know what I mean? Because we're just like always not always. But, like, a large percentage of the time when there's, like, um, international tournaments for hockey, Canada's, like, always in the top two or three for, for the winner, right? Mm. And I just, even predictions-wise, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Canada's going to be up there, U.S. can be up there, whatever. Just imagine if we were this good at, like, one other sport. I'm talking about, like, it'd be so nice if we were this good at baseball or basketball. Like, it just feels like, oh, yeah, Canada's going to hockey again. Oh, we're gonna win again. Oh, but there's just, it just, I wish it could just be a little more diverse. But it's great that at least we have something, right? I mean, I think like we have, with regard to like Canadian sports talent, like I think we have like significant players who are Canadian that like dominate in their like respective like team or like sport. Like I think of like. You know, Brianka Andres, Andreskew, uh, like the tennis player, or uh, Andreskew, that's the last name. That's better, Simon. Jesus. Um, or, 
there is, you know, I, I don't think Jamal Murray is elite, but like we have players, but no, we're not like, we're not like we're not our Canadian or any other Canadian. sport. Yeah. No, no. But I think, and again, like what is the United States known for, like the way Canada is known for its hockey? Well, but they're always in the conversation for every sport. Like if you want to talk basketball, they're okay. Basketball is there. It's like, it's not even close either. Um, baseball, they're always top two or three. Um, football, they own, but like almost no other country plays football. Right. So mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's one thing. Um, and I'm sure you, you go to the Olympics, Simon, they always have the most medals winter or summer. So it me off a bit. Me off All right, Jacob. What's the uh, what's the next take? I think the Blue Jays need to relax a little bit, and I'm I'm excited for them to get someone, but they're just throwing their names out. Like every time I'm seeing a new article from from the Score or something or or TSN, they're saying Jays hot pursuit of this player. Jays looking to trade for this player. Jays close to signing this player, and it's like. Okay, why don't we just focus on a couple of things? And I'm just going to quickly lay out who I think the Jays should focus on. I'm going to start off by saying they should probably stop looking for JT Romito to sign for them. Um, he's going to sign for a lot of money and probably a pretty long-term deal. I'm going to say four or five years. Um, he's in the prime of his career right now. This is, this is going to be a big payday for him. Um, the Jays don't need a catcher. Like, where's Danny Jansen going to play? He, he can't play anywhere else. He's not an elite bat to, to DH. So I'm thinking that if they actually did get real Muto, like, he'd be DHing most of the time if, if he's not catching. Like, Simon, you know that we already have a DH on the Jays. You know that. Who's the DH for the Jays? Vladdy? Yeah, exactly. So we don't need another DH let alone a DH we're going to pay like $35 million a year for. Okay? We have a catcher. I like Danny Jansen. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to have JT Romito as my catcher. And if it ends up happening, it happens. Yay. But there are other places we should be looking for top talent right now to spend our money. That place, specifically, should be George Springer or DJ LeMayhew. Here's why those two What about Trevor Bauer? Trevor Bauer is just not going to sign with us. I can tell you that right now. Um... He wants to stay in the States. And Why is he teasing us then, Jacob? I see he, him on Twitter all of the time. He teases everyone. That's just what he does. He's either going to sign, tell you right now, that he's going to sign with the Mets, the um, Angels, or the Padres. It's one of those three teams. End of story. Not us. But we have, I think we do have a really solid chance at landing George Springer or DJ LeMayhew. Um, George Springer would be an excellent kind of backbone for our defense in the outfield. And the Mayhew would be the same for Anthony. We both need that kind of veteran leadership. And those guys have both been in the playoffs. They've both been to all-star games. They've both won awards. Like, these two guys not only fulfill a need we have, but they'll be a leader that this young core needs. Does that make sense? I just want them to do something. I know. Like, I know. I f- feel that it's been like three weeks that like Sportsnet and like, you know, the TSN have been like promoting that, you know, the Jays are on this guy. The Jays are uh, talking to this guy, kind of what you mentioned. I just want, you know, something to happen. Like, you know, Shapiro was like, you know, we, this is going to be an 
unreal busy yeah. off season and like nothing has happened yet. No. Um, but like we're in a good position and I have no reason to not trust the front office yet. They haven't really steered us wrong yet. Do you agree with that? No, they haven't done much in general yet, I'd say, to make us either love them or hate them. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I like, think, but I, like, I think they'll do from my perspective, there. they have a. What's that? No, 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 you go. No, no, no you go. No, I, what I was saying, though, is that, like, they have a plan, right? Like, oh, yeah. they have. Um, you know they have a long-term kind of goal that they're working towards and so far i i like said goal and hopefully they can land a, a couple of free agents because i think these next two to three years are extremely important for the jays upcoming slash already here you know contending or contention window yeah, no, I, I, I think it's coming up on that. So I think a, a big move or two, I could definitely see us making more than one. Um, and I think it needs to be starting with Springer or LeMayhew. And I'm I'm just, I'm really wanting one of those two guys to start it off. And I think you can definitely sign some pitchers after those guys to fulfill this need first, branch out from there. I like it. All right. What do you got next, Simon? Let's go back to World Juniors for a sec, Jacob, if that's okay. Okay. And I want to talk about Nick Robertson for a sec. And those listening, you guys are going to hear me talk about Nick Robertson a lot this season. Uh, Hopefully, that is. Um, He is a Maple Leafs prospect. Uh, had an unreal uh, season last year in the OHL, absolutely lit it up. Um, and he is, I believe, 19, if that, I think. I don't even know if he is 19 uh, yet. But regardless, he uh, was not released by the Leafs to go play uh, for the United States team for the World Junior Tournament. So, Jacob, that, this decision tells me two things. What? One, that Nick Robertson really, really, really wants to make this Leafs team. Like, apparently, this kid's been in Canada, in Toronto, since, like, late spring like training, like after they got kicked out of the bubble, like he didn't go back home. He just has stayed in Toronto to continue working out, continue like spring. Yeah. The bubble was in the summer. That's what I'm saying. Like he came in April or or late May. Right. And like has just stayed like he hasn't gone home and his home's in LA. Wow. Yeah, this kid's dedicated. Well, I'd be in LA 100%. Pardon me? I would not be in Toronto if I could be in LA, I'll tell you that. I mean, with, with the COVID numbers, I probably would be in Toronto right now. But yeah, um, regardless, though, 
Um, so that tells me one that this kid really, really wants to make this team, which fires me up. And two, they like the Leafs must know something that we don't with respect to when the league is planning on coming back. And this is a similar thing with like um, the New Jersey Devils not uh, lending Jack Hughes to the United States, similar to why uh, Rangers did not let um, lend Lexis Lafreniere to the uh, Canadian team. It's I think camp or camp will be starting Around if not time. if not during that that like the tournament. Um, or like shortly after where like the quarantine would, would, you know, get issues. So, um, though that's kind of the two messages that I have perceived from Robertson not being lent to, uh, the American team, which is unfortunate. I would have liked to watch him play, but it's nice to see that like level of dedication, right? Like, yeah, you know, for sure. There were several games last year where like, I watched the Leafs play and I'm like, like no one cares on this ice right now. Like no one literally cares about anything. And it's kind of cool that there's this young firecracker kid that it is going to sweat, you know, blood, like blood everywhere to make this team. And that's, uh, it's fascinating to me. Never before seen a on this roster. No. No, we've never had like a young, I mean, you know, like we've had young players before, but like a kid like Nick Robertson, who's just absolutely fully engulfed in the process of just becoming the best hockey player ever. It's it's exciting. It is exciting. Um, Obviously, as a Canadian, like I could say the Leafs are like uh, doing their job to help Canada win, if you know what I mean. That yeah, probably. yeah. Team Canada definitely called Dubis. They were like, "Hey, let's not release Robertson." Um, yeah, I mean, I like USA could have had an unreal team too. It's just that a lot of their eligible players weren't released by their uh, home organization. It's okay. It's the US. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, they they they're not the uh, smartest group over there. 100%. All right, sure. I'll play that from experience. Anyways, um, yeah, so I'm going to go quickly. Just a little run-through of the Raptors' first preseason game. And I know this is just the first preseason game. It's not a whole lot to to digest here. But just quickly from what I saw, watching some of the highlights and uh, looking at the box scores, um, two things jumped out of me. Um, Malachi Flynn looks pretty good, to be honest with you. Looks Really good. Um, like he, he looks exciting. He looks like someone who could potentially play like Van Vliet. He's fast. He's pretty agile. He's, he's quick. Like He's not too big. Like He doesn't have a huge physical presence, but he, he definitely has that upside. You know what I mean? Um, and again, just watching one well, game. What's that? Yeah. No, yeah. I, like, his, like, he had a pretty shaky... Um, first and second quarter I, maybe it's just nerves or the jitters oh, which sure. is understandable but 100 yeah. percent. but all i'm saying is though like i agree like he's an exciting um tenacious player who 
I think has a potential to play a role in this team this year. Take in his, his plus minus was 35, which led the team by 13. That was the next, the next closest person was 22. And it's your boy, Matt Thomas, but Malachi Flynn, like he was on the floor when the Raptors were doing well. So take away well from that. Um, another thing I wanted to note was um, Terrence Davis um, was on the floor and his, his, I'm pretty sure his trial was a couple of days ago, and I'm not. I guess it must be okay because he's playing now. A couple of days later, right? I have some. I have some news about that. If you want me to share. Yeah, for sure. I didn't see anything in the news about it, so. Let me know. Um. Um, I believe there's a second court date. Okay. I don't know when, but in the interim. Um, the judge ruled that he has to stay away from his girlfriend, but okay. he can have access to his, I don't know if it's a singular child or children, but he can see them and, and all of that. So until okay. there is a, is a resolution, uh, according to the NBA PA and the, the collective bargaining agreement, I guess he can continue playing. Okay, so... He played pretty well too. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate with these no, types no, of situations, no, no. but like, you know, I just found it interesting and, that he was playing. So yeah. I just want to point that yeah. out, and he played pretty well too. So yeah, yeah overall, it is interesting. Like, that'll be overall, a that'll be a story. To follow. Yeah, I just think, um, yeah, overall, okay game. Like they played Charlotte, not a great team, but they got the job done. Still, a lot of guys, a lot of guys helping out, which is nice to see too. It's we're not. We're not going to just rely on like Pascal and, and Van Vliet and Lowry this year. I'm hoping to kind of get Ananobi more involved, to get Matt Thomas more involved, Terrence Davis, Chris Boucher, and Malachi Flynn even. Like, we're getting just a lot of touches all around and having a good system. I think it's, it's, looking, it's looking nice. So I'm excited. I'm still excited. Um, I love watching Raptors play. And if, if they're good again this year, I'm going to be really happy. I love it. All right, Simon, what we got last? So, I, Jacob, this is a perfect transition. I don't know if you plan this, but I want to talk about Matt Thomas for a little bit. Um, I've always kind of liked Matt Thomas as a player uh, last year. I thought he was pretty pretty good. I think every um, white person likes Mike Thomas. Not I think maybe, maybe that's it, eh? <laughs> I, I would, um, I but... Pardon me? I'm just saying. Keep going. Oh, no. Um, I was watching him yesterday, and uh, I thought he had a really, really good game. And it, it got me thinking, like, I think, and I don't want to, you know, relive the past or, or, or bring up healed wounds, but I think Nurse should have used Matt Thomas more in the game seven. Last, like in the playoffs, in the bubble. He's just so one-dimensional right now, man. That's that's the only issue with him. Yeah, like he's a liability on the... Uh, I'm, re- I'm assuming you're referring to his defensive game, correct? Yeah, but also like offensively. Like he's not a guy that's going to penetrate. Um, he's, he's, he's not a huge playmaker at this point. He's like just a spot-up catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He's a really good one. He hits his shots like, consistently, but other than that, like... What's he adding to the floor? You know what I mean? 
but where do you see his role or like where do you think he can take his game moving forward i think he's gotta perfect this role if you know what i mean so like become a player like jj reddick or like maybe not clay thompson because clay thompson's a little bigger he's got a little bit more of the defensive game um Kyle Korver even, become a guy that's just known for shooting the lights out of the building and you can't leave him for one second. Become that guy that you can't forget about in the corner because you do, three points gone right there. I think he's got to perfect that role to be effective on the Raptors. And I think he can do that. He's, uh, like I said, he hits his shots a lot of the time. And if he's, if he's able to keep growing this aspect of his game and, and perfecting it, he's going to have a really, I think, important role in this team. No, I agree. I also don't know if like he's been given that opportunity before just because of the players in the past, right? Like, yeah, he's been a well, second. He's only had one year on the team. No, but even just last year though, like, like you know, with Gasol and okay, Baca, and even just don't okay, like, you just want to throw <laughs> him in the dirt again, hey? Hey, it's, it's, what is this? But Matt Thomas, like, all right, dude, he, he averaged. I think he averaged like 10 minutes per game overall last season. and What, Thomas? 40, yeah, 48% shooting from three. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is that is impressive. So if he's able to do that, like a consistent clip, I'm excited. All right, Jacob, what do the six potters I, – I get it um, – that was yeah, that was awful. <laughs> what do uh, what do the fans have to look forward to next uh, next episode? Yeah, so we're gonna have some in season stuff for the NBA because the season's gonna be starting not next week, but it's gonna be like in two weeks from now. Next week, <laughs> I don't know. What we have next week. So what do we have next week? Gia, we have we'll have stuff. Um, no, we'll, we'll have, have more. Will Jr. We'll have more Will Junior talk. Uh, the Raptors will have had played three games by then. Um, we can we can discuss that, divulge that a little bit more. Uh, hopefully, we can have some hockey talk to to kind of discuss. You know, you, like, you know what we're gonna do Simon next week. What, Jacob? We're gonna ask a couple of listeners, a couple of our uh, you know close friends, people that listen, support the pod, if they have mm-hmm. any takes that they want to have talked about. Okay, we're each going to bring one. All right. So come ready for that, okay? All right, I'll do that. All right. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, Always, always appreciate it. Our social media is in the description below. Uh, Reach reach out. um, Specifically, DM Jacob about why having Kawhi Leonard at number one is a little egregious. But as always, thanks for listening, and uh, we appreciate it. Bye.